1: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion.
2: Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks.
1: Hello, I'm Barry Castanola, the host
3: of the brand new Euro 2020 panel show quiz series. Never write off the Germans, featuring a plethora, plethora, plethora. I don't know. Never said it before. Anyway, loads of your favourite comedians discussing the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I had a sticker album since I was eight. <laughs> you must have had some triples and quadruples. Yeah, I, got, I had a lot of Considines. There was a lot of Scott McTominays.
2: I could make a team of Scott McTominays, but I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest it.
3: Now, what you should do is you should get all your Scott
1: McTominays, stick them on your spare room wall, and then invite them round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and having to answer some trivia and tricky football-related questions along
3: the way. In one word, each of you, how would you describe... Robbie Savage's hair. Unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, search and subscribe to Never Write Off the Germans from wherever you get your podcasts from. Does it bother anyone else? It's called Euro 2020 and it's 2021. I mean, wouldn't have taken much, would it? Just a bit of a redesign on the branding. What? Tottenham! Don't be a Clottenham. You want goals.
0: Tottenham's got the. Tottenham,
3: Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. In Tottenham very very often shop give them all you got let me make it plain Tottenham are the kings
0: the kings of white Lane.
1: hello welcome to another episode of top 10 Tottenham thank you so much for joining us again hope you've been enjoying the series uh, our guest today is a man who's been on the spurs show many many times always very insightful or some great anecdotes, and today we'll be discussing his top ten Tottenham. John Wardle returns, aka Jar Wobble. How are you?
2: I'm good, mate. How are you, mate? It's it's
1: it's lovely to have you here. Just to remind people, maybe not have heard you on the Spurs show and all that. Where did the sort of alter ego Jar Wobble come from?
2: um oh, it was many years ago. I think circa seventy. Seven, maybe seventy-six. I think seventy-seven. I was with Sid Vicious, mm-hmm. sadly no longer with us. And I, uh, we were trying to get into a, a house or a flat somewhere in West London. We had the keys, mm. but we were bl- lagging drunk. <laughs> And we couldn't, I, I think he fell over and hit himself on a boot scraper. Remember boot scrapers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Georgian sort of houses, outside Georgian houses. And um, as we were trying to get, he, said, he looked up he says, yeah, I'm going to call you. He just he was drunk. I, I'm going to call you Jar Wobble, because John Wardle is a spoonerism, isn't it? Because Jar, because I like reggae, Wobble just from Wardle. Just, and, and I said, I'm going to keep that. Because I'm one to never forget it. So that was it. We never got in. We could, Maybe the keys weren't the right keys. We never got in. We tried kicking it in. It was too solid. And we went somewhere else to sleep that night. Not Amazing. together, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we were at lagging drunk, three, four in the morning, being up wow. the West End. But why, why it was me and him had ended up the end of the night. Like, I don't know. Mm. I used to knock about with him. But why we'd end up drinking and ended up, the fuck knows. Sorry, I yeah. shouldn't swear. But anyway, it's that was alike. it. Yeah, together, I, I, yeah.
1: I, he did come across to me as a bit of as a football fan. Am, am I wrong
2: there? Absolutely not. It yeah, was completely thought, yeah. and utterly, yeah. Yeah. just thought it was. You know, you get these people, and I'm 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 fine with it. You know, um, and you get a lot of people around music and yeah, Used to. sports. Not so you know, much paint. now.
1: Now it's kind of you have to have a team. But I think yeah, in that period, you're right. A lot of people no interest.
2: Not really didn't like it, and PE for them was mm. the stuff of nightmares. As it as it was for me at times, you know. I mean, the PE teachers were a bit, you know, more disturbing than anybody else <laughs> a lot of the time, you know. Somehow, but wow. um, you know, but um, yeah, it, it, it's very, very common still with people of an age that you can see a look come across their face; they really don't like sports, and and I'm totally fine with it because you know, football just tends to disappoint and leave you frustrated there's more losers than winners It's it fr- can be so frustrating whereas arts and music tends to expand your consciousness whereas sports often just focuses it down to this competitive kind of personhood area you know and and you know, winning and losing—it can so be, treme- it can be tremendously unhealthy. I yeah. must admit, you know. It's so true. I always say to people, they sometimes look at me like, "Oh, will that, will that be a problem?" I'm not a football fan. And it's like, no, absolutely fine. Because I'd much rather talk to them about stuff, about art or whatever, than half-baked football fans. Because we all, if we we follow Tottenham, Tottenham's ruined my life. If I could go back in a time machine, um, I would not to have supported Tottenham, but uh, too late now, you know, um, it's got, it's actually got worse and worse, like a really long standing bad dream, yeah. you know. Um, but that's but, the lovely know.
1: thing about, that's that's the lovely thing about this show and this list, because we, we've already recorded a few already. You, you without doubt have what I call the greatest hits list. This could be the greatest hits album. You've come up with 10 Tottenham moments that would probably be on about ninety percent of your general football fans list. It's it's a classic great Well the amount hits. with
2: the amount of choices I had to make, it wasn't hard because unfortunately that it just there's only one trophy win I missed out which mm. was the 99 League Cup final where it was a really scrappy game with a 1-0 against Leicester. Yeah, so that, wouldn't me, go in anyone, it,
1: that wouldn't go in anyone's top 10 list.
2: That's right, that's right. So instead of that, I chose the Gaza goal um, yeah. for the F, that FA Cup run where we beat Forrest 2-1. And obviously everyone, it was iconic. And of course, they're the moments I'm going to go for because I want to win things. I like exactly. winning things at Tottenham and I want to win more things. You exactly. know, surely winning things, that's the thing you peg, you know, when you just have a good season and finish top four it's all a bit amorphous mm. winning things gives you that focal point obviously it gives, us, it
1: gives us these these memories that we're going to talk yeah. about now the yeah. first one yeah. you've got down here is the 1967 the cockney cup final let's listen to the two goals now
3: mullery shot hit the defender robertson was perfect for the rebound 45 minutes gone, Spurs one goal ahead. Bad for Chelsea. Again, and decisively as it turned out, the sheer class of Tottenham Hotspur showed itself. From Robertson's header, Frank Saul shot into the net.
1: Where were you? How old were you in 67? This must be a relatively early memory for you.
2: I must have been about eight i think yeah. yeah about eight you know but in may i would have i would have st- i think i would have still been eight yeah um, in in 67 so it was and I, can, I i remember my first televised game for some reason clearly remember it was it's fulham 3 arsenal 5 on the big match on the big match, it was a league game. So I guess Johnny Haynes must have still been playing. And I, no way did I consider supporting either team. Although I've got a slight soft spot for Fulham over the years somehow, you know, because I'm in West London a lot nowadays and all that, but never considered supporting Arsenal. And Tottenham, I was just drawn to. So every stage of that FA Cup victory, I, I absolutely... Was listening to the radio, you know. We beat Birmingham City, I think, in a replay 6 1 at White Heart Lane. Um, and I think they, I remember them saying in that game, I don't know, we had orange, we had something orange in the kit, like orange line or tag or something around the socks. Maybe I'm imagining that. But I think we played in all white in that game against Birmingham. Yeah, again, I might be wrong. I just, I just remembering it that way. But I mean, we had that, the big victory against them. So every round I was was in there, you know. Every were you, every step were you of going away. at this stage? No, I wasn't. No, right. I had no one to take. All my family to West Ham and Millwall, and I didn't go. And when I went to Tottenham, I went on my own, um, which was when I was about 10, 10, 11 years of age. I went on my own um, <laughs> over there, you know. And then I. That, Having mates that went to Tottenham, but first of all, I took a couple of like Millwall fan mates of mine who come over there, and still had a bit of a soft spot for Tottenham. They wouldn't admit it now, but they did, you know, and they come over there. But um, I, I, I had to go there on my own. It was this, which is quite, a I look back, it's quite, it's quite a heavy
1: at that age. That age is just wouldn't would not happen now. That's, no, and, it would not and happen. We, 10 year olds about, showing up at the
2: turnstile, yeah. Well, I remember by the time 11 12, I was going to away games, you know. Wow. Um, even in the week, you know, it's quite you know, no way would I want it in my boys. Don't want to have had it, I wouldn't have, but that, yeah. that's what I was doing, you know. So, Tottenham as a kid, things weren't great for me completely as a kid, in a way, you know. I mean, it's they're not for a lot of kids, so Tottenham really become a huge thing to me it filled this space in my life you know it was a huge focal point and obsession somehow a lot of it was based on the g-men who you know Greavesy and and, and gilzine you know um those were they were they were, the, they were the fellas you know then you know but the going up getting up the train the, those stations from liverpool street were like stations at a cross or something, you know, that were, you know, <laughs> actually, actually, it wasn't all, oh, it was, you know, and, I, I, and I'd feast on the atmosphere and everything as a kid, you know? Mm, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And the 67 Cup final, obviously this is an era where, obviously we just had the World Cup in 66, but, you know, effectively the FA Cup and some England internationals and the World Cup tournaments were the only things televised live. So where were you watching the final in '67?
2: I would have been at home, pay my House uh, on Cliche Estate, um, and I would have watched it there. Um, you know, and I, absolutely, the '66 England—I I supported England obviously—and I remember falling off the arch I stood up and fell backwards over the armchair when Bobby Charlton scored that goal against. Fantastic goal against Mexico that really got the World Cup going for him. And that was—it was already an unbear, unbearable tension uh, that there was that. that, that, that World Cup in 66. And um, so I was already like a, a football fan. And I get—I get, I can't remember it. I, I remember it was never going to be West Ham. I actually wanted Preston to beat West Ham in the 63 FA Cup final. You know, maybe it's something to do with a white shirt. So I don't know, but I wanted the Northerners to win. Um, and I don't know, I, I, but I don't remember choosing Tottenham as a team to support until I guess it was 66, 67, you know. Um, there was no Tottenham players in that England team. You know, because um, poor old Greavesy got left out. But uh, anyway, I've become a Tottenham fan. I, and I think more than anything because of Greavesy. He was so stylish and, you know, I think that was the main reason I, I went there. But yeah, I would have watched it in, in, on the Cliche estate, you know, very 60s, in a 60s council flat. You know, perfect.
1: I mean, the second one, four years on now, you're around about 12. Um, a kind of age when you really are absorbing... Yeah. everything
2: to do with football, and I was and going. I was going there, so I went to that, and I went to the Norwich game. You know, um, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, we've got the uh, League Cup final. Uh, what was your memories of, of of the League Cup final?
2: I remember the Norwich one better, even though it was a terrible game because it was it was uh, Ralph Coates. It was uh, they, it was given to Coates, but I think there was some. Debate about was it jimmy Pierce's goal maybe maybe i'm imagining that you know um the 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 the, the seventh, for some reason i don't remember it as well, what was great to win you know, and i remember I remember both those games. what I really remember more clearly than the first final was going to white art lane on a Sunday they had done the vouchers, i think in a pro- match program. Or maybe as you went through, they gave you the turnstiles. And i come up trumps in both, right. both um, lots of lot, draws, mm. you know. Um, and I remember having to go there and the normal train routes was closed. I had to go to Northumberland Park because it's a Sunday, you know. And uh, I remember going, I can remember vividly that and this excitement and having to do the long queue and everything, you know, to get in, you know. And then 72... Which is the sub jumping head gun but the, the 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 Villa game I can't I I can't remember much about it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and then the next one in the seventy two, and you've actually gone. Most people who've done the show so far, in the seventy two UEFA Cup final, have obviously gone chivers. You've gone with the home leg. Alan Muller is diving header. Let's listen to it now. Why are you waiting today?
3: And it'll be Martin Peters hitting one, and Muller is gone. <laughs>
0: and they watch for England, and it's Mallory who's gone in to get a vital goal for Spurs, beautifully taken with his head,
3: so there's the free kick taken by Martin Peters, Mallory getting in before Hegan and before Parks, a beautifully taken free kick goal, and Mallory...
1: incredible atmosphere that you can pick up in that footage why did you go in Muller's goal presumably you you were there that night
2: well I've just played football today and it's a tight game and with some older fellas I played with who were good players I mean a lot of them are younger than me and they're they're fellas who X Y T S when they were young you know kind of players very good level you know and um, it's, it's tense at the end and we won and I dropped deep today even and put a shift in you know and I really don't like losing. and want to win, and so even then, it was given. We we've gone up there. Chivers got them them goals. Everything's fantastic. I think that was on Sports Night with Coleman. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, no, I think you're right? But yeah, it was. You know, I, mem- I remember we beat them away in in uh, in another semi back then with the League Cup. I think it might have been, and, and and it was on Sports Night. Sports Night with Coleman. It would come up. It might have been actually. It might have been Brian Moore. Doing a commentary of it, but whatever, we'd beat them. So they they pulled the goal back. It was two one, I think, wasn't it? The, the the first leg, and they were ex- they were expected to you know to kind of roll over. And even then, even then, I thought, no, 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 that's not going to happen, <laughs> you know. And they've changed over the years. So we had, we had we had a great team who could keep possession and great coming forward, but they bossed that game. So they had Wagstaff. We, we, were, we were
1: hanging on. We were hanging on. We were anyway. hanging
2: on. So that that Mallory goal was gave us the two goal lead. Yeah, gave us the yeah. two goal. <coughs> lead. It was a the massive goal. Kick.
1: The quick yeah. free
2: kick. Any, anyway. Great pick. Very brave. He got knocked out. I, I don't know if he'd be allowed to continue now under the new concussion sort of laws. He's got like near. You know, it was towards the near post. Very brave. He really took a knock. And, um, and he, continu- he continued and he played well. You know, the, the team had to really dig in and be very, very disciplined. You know, um, they had a great team then. They had, they had, most teams had a big one and a little one. They had Dugan and Richards up front and Wagstaff, I think, was the winger. Um, What's the play? I think, maybe I'm wrong, he could go on both flanks, but he got the goal. I think he came in from the right. And and it, it left footed up in a top corner. It might be the other way around, but I remember he came in and did a great shot, you know. And um, he was a very good player. They were a very formidable team. So I remember, even at that young age thinking, this is gonna be really tense. We're only a goal up, and you know, and so Mullery's goal was was money in the bank. It gave us that, that won us it, obviously. It was it gave us a two-goal cushion. We were on the back foot all, all all night. And thanks to you, I, I went on that the podcast with Shivers, who talked about that game and who said Billy Nick went into the Wolves dressing room straight after the game and said the better team lost, you know. But to be fair, it was a bit of a Mourinho type performance that night from Tottenham. We didn't give much away, and Bill and England were very good, you know, they were terrific centre half partnership, you know.
1: Yeah. And and, and uh, what was your memory of after the game, you know, winning a European trophy under the lights at White Hart Lane? Do you remember after the game getting home oh, and this sort of elation? Was,
2: yeah, well, I was only, what, 13, so I've yeah. been absolutely buzzing. Um, I got I, I, I watched it from the park lane then because it was so full, you couldn't get in it. I've never known White Hart Lane was full. Just couldn't get in the shelf, shelf side. Ended up, although you could walk round from the shelf to the Paxton Road, then via, uh, uh, from the Park Lane to the Paxton via the shelf in them days. But I ended up watching the game from the Park Lane, which I really do, because it was that, it was that, you were that squashed in, you know? Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was sweaty and tiring. And I was just absolutely elated, you know? Because it gave you some bragging rights at school as yeah, well, you know, you, you've won something. It was a big deal. I it mean, people then used to say the UEFA Cup was a tougher competition to win than the European Cup. You had more teams in it, I think more games to play, and you were often playing the teams who were going to win their league that year, if you see what I mean, you know. It was all knockout. Yeah, it was good. I think we, I do remember, I think we beat Keflavik 9-1 at home. I was at that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct,
1: we did. Yeah, we did. The next well, one, you, you've already touched upon the 73 League Cup final. Ralph Coates came on. John Pratt got injured early on. Coates, he came on and scored. Let's let's remind ourselves of Ralph Coates' goal now.
3: To that might uh, give Spurs a bit of encouragement now. Forbes under a lot of pressure now from Chivers. But he's again sticking to it well and saves the corner. Tottenham's throw, though, and I think it'd probably be a long one by Chivers. He was already there on the spot and again Mike England's going forward again a lower one, Chivers with a backfield now Mike England hoping to get in Coach hoping to blast it in and Coach has done it
1: Uh, what was I mean? You, you touched on the seventy-one final. What was your memory? The seventy-three uh, final going there?
2: Um, oh, it was. I mean, I, Wembley was a little. Wasn't it? Was a little bit run down even then, is how I remember it. And I, I ended up work, having a part-time job there um, oh, in you? seventy-six. Yeah, planing down the benches so people didn't get splinters in their ass. Oh. In wooden seats, <laughs> and I worked with an Iranian Sufi who was a, no. not, a very tall guy, very nice guy, very calm, as you would expect from a Sufi Muslim. Like, you know, Sufi, the mystical side of Islam sort of thing. Nice guy. And um, and we'd have to set out the traps for the dogs and all that. That was the year that Southampton beat... Uh, United. L- United 1-0. Laurie McMenemy was their yeah. manager. So anyway, just jumping ahead. But yeah. I remember... So Wembley wasn't... It was a bit tawdry. Wembley even then in a way it wasn't you know um, and it was a dog of a game you know it was a really poor game um, a war of attrition I think we edged it with a better team it was scrappy and when yet again goals are relief aren't they goals are relief it was a goal was a relief you know you felt one goal was going to win it and it was uh, it was scored down the other end and I just remember you, see, you couldn't really see it that well low shot unlike. Ralph Coates because Ralph Coates was known for hitting rising drives on the run. Um, and it was like a right to left, looked like a kind of diagonal, looked like his goal all day. As I say, I think there was talk Jimmy Pierce had got a touch on it, but whatever, you know.
1: And then the next one, I mean, I mean, 14 years on from your first choice. And I remember, this was the first final that I, I remembered. I was about 13, 14 now. I was incredulous that Tottenham hadn't lifted the FA Cup in 14 years. Now it's 30-odd years. But then 14 years was a long time. A whole yes. new generation of fans hadn't seen this really woodeny thing. Um, for those of you that haven't listened to it, I did a show in lockdown one with Steve Perlman where we went in detail with every round of games in that 81 run. Well worth listening to. But this is the moment that it will be on... Probably everyone's top ten Tottenham in this season. Uh, let's listen. We never get tired of it. Let's listen to that Ricky Villa moment
3: again. Villa, and still Ricky Villa. What a fantastic run! He scored. Amazing goal by Ricky Villa. The big man from Argentina went round one, two, three. Joe Corrigan came to block and Villiers squeezed it in. As we see it again from behind the goal, just look how many players he twisted and turned past and then got his shot in.
1: So where were you in 81? What were you doing work-wise? Where were you? Were you at the match?
2: Oh, yeah. It was, uh, i have been ill, so i have been in hospital. I was oh. diagnosed with Crohn's, so I missed oh, the semi, crept out for a few games and um so i'd actually been quite ill really really got very ill actually you know at that point which at that age you really don't want you know and a lot of people say it's because you drink too much and all that and i was drinking but you know i, I don't whatever you know it's kind of how it was so um i didn't make the guy didn't make the replay you know um and uh but what a fantastic you know fantastic um you know just going mad yet again i would be a little flat in Dello Street by then, but I watched it at Paymore House. You know, as I recall, and it was absolutely wonderful. You know, absolutely wonderful. Uh, what an absolutely! Uh, the, the first game was a dog of a game, and the second game was uh, was you know they they played great City. To be fair, it was a terrific game. You know, yeah, both. Uh, yeah, and we, they, and they we played were,
1: very well both games. And uh... to be
2: honest, I mean, at that point, we'd never lost at That's Wembley. Right.
1: That's right.
2: Can you believe it? So mm. we were terrified with the first. I watched it with Glenn Westerman. Um, I watched it with Glenn, a good mate of mine. And um, the, I think that first game, we, we were looking up. we were going to lose it, you know. Mm. I mean, it was a deflected huddle shot, yeah, from what quick. I recall. You yeah, know? That's
1: yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, no, your choice. Let's, let, actually, let's go to a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to look at your last five moments in Top 10 Tottenham. And we're back for the break. Your sixth choice. The year later, uh, another dog of a game. The first game against QPR in a very long
2: season. When I was—I went to—I went was there. I was at Wembley, you know, and um, you know that, that era, as I recall, you know, you with those big games, you just all you wouldn't have to. You'd all charge up there and jump. The, you'd jump the turnstiles if you needed to, you know, <laughs> as I recall. But, um, and, the, and the old bill might get on you. I think they would just push people out, you know, they'd be pushed out. But my chance, of, once you were in, it was standing, you were in, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. a bunch of the of defences. But I can't remember if I got in that way, but that was a regular kind of thing then with a lot of big games, to be fair. you, ch- you literally jumped. to turn. People, people would jump the, yeah. the turnstile. But yeah, I remember a dog of a game. It was a, you know, uh, I think it was a, both games, poor games. I don't remember much about the the first game. Um, it was, did Hoddle get a penalty? They equalised quite late on, I think. Is that right? Fenwick, no, Terry the, fir-
1: the first game was the Hoddle deflected shot 1-0. Then we, then was the equaliser Terry Fennick.
2: Long throw, long throw. Yeah, long throw.
1: Bob Hazel flicked it on from memory. And the second goal, well, let's listen to the goal now. The the brilliant Graham Roberts run and then the huddle penalty. Let's, Let's listen to it now.
3: Roberts, away from John Gregory, Graham Roberts. Archibald to his right. He overran it, but still got through. This is Graham Roberts. Was he brought down? Penalty. Tony Curry came in behind him. Panic was in close attendance, but a penalty has been given, and it was a splendid run by Graham Roberts. Terry Venable's side couldn't stop him. Bob Hazel made an error in that early on, but Roberts went on. And what happens here? Tony Curry comes in with the tackle, down he goes. Penalty. Hoddle to take. Scores. Never has a penalty been missed in an FA Cup final at Wembley.
1: I mean, in fairness, both games weren't great. But at that stage, that 82, we we'd been the League Cup final. I think we finished third in the se- uh, that season. Semis of the Cup, Winners' Cup. It was a long, old season. It was just nice to It was to a win long, something.
2: old season. It was nice to win something. And I remember that. It was a bit of a... And Gary Brook played, didn't he? Gary Brook, Brook came yeah, in. I, Brook I can't remember. But maybe, um, I guess, Hazard was injured, right? Or, so who was out? I can't remember. But Gary Brook came in anyway and, and played well. He was seen as a really good, bustling... Neat and tidy midfielder, you know. I remember there were some doubts about him, you know, on that big stage. But I remember he did well, and I don't know. All I remember the pe- was it one 0 Was it, I just remember the yeah, penalty 1-0. going in early, goal, pen- early penalty. Yeah, the penalty went in at our end, and you know, and then that was it. You know, and and who won the pen? Was it who won, actually? Roberts. Graham Roberts. Yeah, Roberts okay. ran right. run
1: the full length of the pitch. It was skied down by Tony Curry. Yeah, and the yeah. ref was Clive White for memory. Pointed yeah. to the spot. Um, your next choice, again, I mean, the, the, your next uh, moment, top 10 Tottenham, isn't a goal. Uh, it's it's ultimately a save. Another eight years, well, no, 12 years on from uh, uh, a UEFA Cup final at White Hart Lane. We were another one, another second leg. Uh, his moment that will go with him for the rest of his life. The penalty shootout against Anderlecht. And let's listen to that final Tony Parks save now.
3: Danny Thomas to keep his spirits up. Well, let's see. Maybe Tony Parks will pull off another save. Good Johnson from Iceland. is the man taking it.
0: And he saved it! Spurs have won it! Tony Parks is the hero! Fantastic scenes here!
1: That was a, a night... Of atmosphere, you mentioned earlier in the show the atmosphere in '72, but this '84 atmosphere was something else as well, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I have to say, you know, we were the first leg. There was a lot of trouble out there. I think the top van got killed out there. He got shot. I think, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I went to. I think all the away legs that year, mm. and I used to in that early '80s period the cut when it's cut in '82. I booked what shows I could. In those countries, as soon as I found out where Tottenham were playing, I'd book a shot, you know, so you could you could kill two birds with one stone and go out there.
1: Could be a very weird tour, you know, uh, Iceland, Ireland, Estonia. Yeah,
2: we, yeah, well, we couldn't do uh, those countries. You wouldn't do, but uh, the yeah. Belgiums, Holland's, all yeah. those kind of you'd you, you'd you'd get out there and and, and see them. And um, and I, so we 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 followed the team. I think the. It was Maxi Miller got the goal out there, didn't they? That's right, he did. Um, and we played very we, well in the way leg. Like. It was 1-1, but we should have won by two, two or three clear goals, from what I remember. We outplayed them completely. And we come back to White Hart Lane, and it was a tough, tough game. You know, they were outstanding. That Right, Michael Michael Rumanager, the I think, was really... He had yeah, a I mean,
1: they had... Uh, I mean, I remember there was a young... I think it was Italian... Enzo Shifo, Shifo was yeah, a young player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Shifo they, they, was,
2: was, was a really, really good really player. We'd really nullified him in the first leg, but they yeah. they, they came out and they... It, oh, it was a tense, tense game. You tense. Know? And so it was a tough... Because, I mean, the, it was Graham Roberts scored at a far post, I think. Right, to yeah. equalise and bundle the ball home. So that was... It was just a... Re- I was pissed. I was completely pissed that night. I, I, I was. I did drink a lot, you know. So... You know, I was absolutely, I, mean, I went with Dave, Dave Lynch, me and Inward there that night, I remember, and we were lagging drunk up in the shelf, you know, but I was watching the game. But I had to go with a save, obviously, because it won us it, you know, it was, we won a penalty shootout. And I don't, I don't, I can't remember us winning another penalty shootout from then on in. You, you, you know?
1: It'd been a, it'd be a long time. You're, you're absolutely oh, God, right. After this, this we had a wretched, against Liverpool, wretched, Mid- wretched record. Yeah, yeah, wretched yeah. record. Yeah, um, yeah. I think the next one maybe would have been an awful game. One of Oz's last games, we beat Peterborough on penalties at White Hart Lane in like 93. and One of the worst games I've ever seen. One of the worst games I've ever seen.
2: I think Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough was one really painful one. And Liverpool, I remember it was in like the Torico. Remember Torico? we had the, the fullback. And I don't know if I, 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 I think against Liverpool, I think, I think it was Tariqo, this mad Tottenham defending where we've got a throw in, um, you, you know, maybe halfway in at half, and he throws a long throw back towards our own goal. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like that? It was something along those lines, I remember, you know. And instead of just like throw it, get it away from our goal, it's the last minute of added time. And, you know, so yeah, we, we were just bottled penalty shootouts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Your next choice, uh, which, again, you've already alluded to, not a final, but it it was a final, although we went on to win the final. 1991, we play the Woolwich at Wembley. They're going for the double. Uh, Most of us went to that game not really having a hope in hell that we're going to see Yeah. And a scintillating 20-odd minutes. We went two up, and here's the opening goal, the iconic free kick from Paul Gascoigne.
3: Mabert has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howells to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, he's there! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. Seaman got his hands, couldn't hold. Spurs had the lead. Paul Gascoigne, the scorer.
1: What was your memory of, 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 of rolling up to that one?
2: Well, I just thought we, you, know, you know, we were going to get beat and that was it. Simple as that. And so that goal was just, I mean, force of nature. I mean, he won us... Who did, who did we play in at one of the earlier? Was it someone like Paul Vowles? Exeter. Ooh, Exeter. Somebody, it, were, it was lower league team, really gave us a game. He won it for us. No, it wasn't Exeter. What sorry, like.
1: Exeter was 81. Sorry. Uh, it was Oxford United, uh, Portsmouth, Portsmouth away. Right, uh, yeah. Awful But it was a home pitch. game. Was, yeah. Oh, right. I,
2: I remember he played. He, he, wanna see. Exeter, let me tell Exeter. Notts county. Not County, just Notts county that. that's the one. That's the yeah, one. Notts Exeter, but by, by the way, in 81, I put money on Exeter to beat us. <laughs> yeah? Because that's what I would do. Because I was <laughs> so even in eighty one, I thought we'd get and so I remember mate saying, you're mental. You know, that's not going to happen. You know? Mm. Um but I, I would to the lead. As an insu- yeah as an insurance policy. Well that's right. I've always been a very nervous it's in my DNA, you know. Um, you know. So anyway, I didn't think we we would, you know, we we were gonna lose. It was obvious that they were, you know, they'd won the league because this was this terrible hiatus, this gap between '84, um, when we won the UEFA Cup, and we then went on to play scintillating modern football in the next couple of seasons. Birkinshaw went, which was just ridiculous. We had Peter Shreves and Pleat was there as well. And something, I mean, I, I think that Peter Shrees was highly underrated. He yeah, was a great coach. Yeah,
1: he finished third one season. Yeah, we basically,
2: 85. Clive Allen was like a false nine a lot of the time. We played that five-man midfield. We, If the rules of the game were interpreted halfway towards what they are now, we would have won the league. But we ended up not winning anything. So, 85 86, very disappointing. Arsenal beat Luton in the League Cup, and of course, they just I think it wasn't long after they'd had a riot at Arsenal and Winders got broken at the ground. Um, when they got beat 2 1 at home, or uh, someone like Paul Val or somebody beat them, I can't remember. They got beat at home in a League Cup game, and there were you know people really getting upset, and um. Or oh, maybe that was in the nineties. Actually, maybe it was later on when they had they had these. For them, it's a big deal if they have a couple of barren years. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. But they had they had about bar- they they hadn't had a great time, and George Graham would come in, and they won that. And I remember the, thinking, "That's it. They've won it. They're off now. They've won that first stroke thing. and they went up and won the league in Anfield and all that." And we were really overshadowed. So suddenly, by the time ninety-one, not only had we lost that great side, we were seen as a club that was on its arse financially. So do you remember Richard Goff, a very classy defender? It
1: was wonderful. That Him and Map were tremendous together.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, a were very really modern. They wouldn't be out of place now. Could play a high line, you know. And we ended up... Um, we were seen as a t- suddenly as a two-bob club that couldn't keep hold of these players. All the players wanted to go to bigger, better clubs. There was a bit of money in in... Scotland, even at that time, you know. So I think mean, Goff went back up to Rangers, but it all fell apart. And so, what well, we, well, you know, we had
1: in Fed massive financial problems. If you remember off the pitch,
2: yeah, the West un- Under Scholar,
1: and- everything was going wrong, and down the yeah. line, further on, you know, uh, Waddle went, literally came in, Waddle was sold. Um, this 91 Cup win financially was was so important as well for us,
2: yeah, that's right. And it was, you know, it, it was. With Venables, it was there it, it was a real optimism and just I think that was one of the decisive things that 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 Sugar couldn't just you know compromise a bit more maybe with that that dispute didn't they I think him and, and Venables something happened I'm not sure what but it's a shame because you know Venables was a great manager right I mean you know it was don't you know. And I think, when did Venables leave? I think, 92?
1: Sort of, they sort of came back, Around sort of 93, wasn't it? He sort of... Uh, yeah, I around can't
2: 93, how we got 94,
1: in. Sugar, then all the big falling out, and then Aussie came in when
2: venables yeah. went you know. and um you know it, and yet so we so it just stood out like a beaten beacon 91 and then by the time 90 93 94 i was still going all the time so i i'm stand out i keep mentioning portvel i think portvel beat us that might have been under venables cup. even so, so i don't i keep i keep got portvel on the on the on, mm. on the brain at the moment <laughs> but i remember we'd always do well at We, Main Road was a bogey ground for us in the 60s and 70s, probably because they were a very good team. But we started to, we would start to win there a bit in the 80s as they, they'd become a poorer team. But we went up there with, um, when I was the Ardelli's been charged, I've never seen a Tottenham team or any football team actually play without a defence. We played without a defence. It's incredible. It's just incredible. And we still scored two goals, you know, um, but we, but we conceded five. And it was awful. And it was just, you know, typical Tottenham. It just completely not, not not knocking Aussie. You just think, how did we get here? You know, so it was really a terrible situation. And, And, you know, yet again, we were just, you know, 91 just stood out because the next, I don't, when's the next highlight well, you your, your
1: your next highlight here you've put because obviously after 91 the next trophy was obviously 99 we then lost the League Cup final under Glenn Hoddle with Blackburn we couldn't get to finals and finally 2008 League Cup final underdogs again against Chelsea a very very good Chelsea team uh, but this happened in, in the extra time Jonathan Woodgate let's remind ourselves Edda. now yeah
0: He's just playing it in. Woodgate! It's in for Tottenham! They've come from behind and Spurs lead Chelsea. Boy, Jonathan Woodgate is overdue a break in his career and he's got a break in front of goal at Wembley. Mm. Quicker to the ball and saw it coming. Woodgate got on the goal side of the Chelsea defence. Came back, perhaps off Petrček. Could go down as a goalkeeping mistake, but bravery
3: by Woodgate. Only saw the ball, only saw the ball. Comes back off Petricek's hands, onto his head, and into the net.
1: There we are. Great moment. So where were you? Were you at the game, and what were you doing professionally? Where were you now?
2: Yeah, I was at a game, yeah. And actually... It's actually good. To, it was the, one it was about the first time I'd ever been to Wembley. It was, the, it was new, you know, the new Wembley. And I was right behind the goal where, uh, at the opposite end to where Woodgate scored, where Berbatov put the penalty in. You know, with them, them stupid flames. And you think, bloody yeah. off, I really, that, that's a bit too hot for my liking. flames that shut up. You know. But actually, if you're near the goals, the atmosphere I think is pretty good. Whereas I went to the one against United that we got beat where we didn't seem to prepare for the penalties. And I was up in the gods and it was terrible, you know. Whereas, uh, you know, the didn't the atmosphere was great. But there was absolutely marvellous. I had a fantastic day and it was great coming out and, you know, finally putting one over on Chelsea with all the Abramovich money and all that. And it was a fantastic performance. You know, it really was. Um, you know, t- it would be really, you know, great call penalty from Berbatov and we deserved it on the day. I mean, Chelsea we a very, very good team. And we were totally the underdogs and Tottenham came through. It was a it was like a real blast of the 80s again. You know, it was fantastic. And so I remember I I stopped obviously I stopped drinking in the 80s. So um, you know, I wasn't drinking anymore. Um, so like even in '91, I'm sober. I can actually enjoy it when we won the FA Cup, completely sober, and won some money on a bet I had with a guy. Running the record company, we were on at the time. who was convinced Forrest were going to win, you know, and um, and so we got to by this time completely sober. And I I was at a session that night in Acton, so I went to Acton. And there's a guy Ollie who used to be Robert Elms' uh, producer years ago. Still works freelance, does a lot of stuff for the BBC. Me and Ollie still talk every few weeks just about Tottenham. We've never discussed anything else over the years, but Tottenham. We never talk about anything else and um, I had a talk with him and this was it this was the beginning of a glorious era we'd just beaten Chelsea Rande Ramos was the man you know he was obviously the guy um, we're going to yeah. consolidate our position in the league and okay. this was really really seriously the start of something it really was I think we won one more league game yeah, one shocking. league game after you. that we were yeah. literally on
1: the beach was, as soon as we won we were on the beach in March it was, inc-
2: it was incredible you know yeah. and so he went you know and then we were ended up I think uh, the next start of the next season we carried on as we'd left off and I think we had eight points and we were adrift at the bottom of the league you
1: know two points to eight games and Harry rednack came in turned things that around and got yeah. us and got us back into Europe obviously that great night at Main Road with uh, Crouchy getting the goal uh, but you didn't choose that one. Your last choice, which again... Which I
2: probably, probably should have done. But Yeah, you know, well, yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is very
1: difficult, choosing yeah. 10 moments. I mean, you've been going since the 60s. It's very difficult to choose those 10 moments. But the moment you went for, and I think rightly on everyone's list, that moment, that moment, that night in Amsterdam, and I, 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 I have pleasure in introducing this on every time we record Top 10 Tottenham, and I never will never, ever, ever tire of hearing this little bit of commentary.
0: Batista licks away. Ben Davis with a tackle. Here's soft. Sissoko. Here's Deli Ali. Here's Lucas Mora. Oh, they did it! I cannot believe it! Lucas Mora with the last kick of the game! The Ajax players collapse to the ground. Tottenham Hotspur are heading to the Champions League final with a goal that we just couldn't believe. <laughs> Jermaine Genus be- is speechless, absolutely speechless. And so is everyone inside this stadium. I can't believe it, Pletch. <laughs> referees had a look at the watch. I don't know where he's getting the time from. This is Get in the corner. There he goes. The full-time whistle. It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. In the most amazing Champions League semi-final that most of us have ever seen.
3: I even Harry's ankle's looking all right. All of a sudden.
0: History made in Amsterdam by Mauricio Pochettino and his players. It's the greatest night in Europe for 35 years, since the days of Huddle and RDLest, and maybe the best of all time. It's what Champions League dreams are made of. It's a night these players and supporters will never forget. Tom Hotspur have come to the Netherlands and reached the promised
1: land. So where were you? Did you go over there? What, 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 no, what was your story? No.
2: I, I got I got an accommodation um, there if I wanted, and we could just get a ticket, but i I was by the time we, I was like sixty years of age, so I'm sixty-two now. So I just felt I've done all all my away days with all the fellas, all the Spurs. You know, I've done my away days rather than go out there and get involved in it. All you know, all the, it'll be bedlam. And I, I, and I also um, that that's for the final. Sorry, with 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 Ajax, it's like no, I had no intention to go. Yet again. Was offered a, t- a ticket for the game. Actually, we had no oh, wow. I, I, I thought I'd enjoy it. I'm getting to the point. I'd rather watch it. I've got quite a few things on, and hmm. we'd got beat. I, I didn't think there was a hope in hell we'd get through. To be no, honest, we we're yeah.
1: gold down for the first leg. Obviously, another two down, three down on aggregate. Not playing well. I mean, I mean, you speak. Some people left at half. Some people who were in the stadium fucked off at half time. And when that's it, let's go well, to the pub. I—I yeah, well,
2: I, I, so, no, so that was the, its coming back to you. I was offered a ticket. I'm like, no, no, you're okay. Thanks very much. And it's, I was probably offered tickets because people giving up the ghost. So I had no, no intention to go over there at all. Any, you know, we'd, we have been beat. We were very, we were played off the park, um, at, at, at White art Lane, to be, to be honest. You know, they played us off the park, you know? Um, so, you know. One nil wasn't it? It could have been three or four. So no, and we're two-nil down. And I'll tell you what, there's a guy called Adam Velasco, and Adam was the guy behind the Arsenal documentary. You know, the year um that they, they won the league. It's a good documentary, actually. It really tells you about I'll, I'll never watch it. Well, it's a good football. It took me years, but I did watch it. And you think fair dues it's actually, you know, it's and it's from the heart. He was mm. a kid and he went up there, you know. Alan's a bit younger than me. Adam sent me a text at half time and said, You could still win this. You could win this, you know. This. and I kind of part of me, because I remember had it the outside of the post. And there was something, I, don't, I hate using the word, there was something vaguely spursy about Ajax. Absolutely. You felt if they conceded, there was we've had pe- sense- we've had
1: people on this show who were there who uh, were told you're know, sitting amongst Ajax fans, you went. You're still in this. You're still in this. And Thursday, go you know, come on. No, trust us. We watch Ajax week in week. Ajax really? almost like the, spur, the, the 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 Dutch Tottenham. They they, they yeah. sense that they could cock this up as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know? yeah. Well, well, you know, you could say so there was that. The next goal was crucial, and let's be fair; he's been slagged off by quite a few Tottenham fans. But Danny Rose did that lovely mix out in the left back position and put that ball in. It started from him, and we and we scored. And suddenly, it was that goal. It was like ah right, this could be game on, and then it rolled on from there. The second goal, right, but then there was the gap. There was that big Tongan header. Yeah, that was That was the moment we went. That was the chance. That was the chance. We And then do and they, they went down
1: that. our end and nearly scored. I think Luis had to pull off a save.
2: Yeah, they, they hit the post. Luis, yeah, great save. And then right near the end, so I'm sitting there with me missus, mm. and we score. We get that goal, the iconic goal, and I just sat there. And she looked at me and said, aren't you going to celebrate? And I just went, no, VAR, VAR. Because I just thought, I bet VAR. Because VAR's now stopped to celebrate And we'd had all the shenanigans where VAR had come up trumps for us against City, you know. And I totally thought, it, it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. There'll be something wrong, a marginal offside or a handball or something but none it was given. So I couldn't, so I never actually, the, wow. the most iconic goal, the most incredible goal in my lifetime of watching Tottenham.
1: Ruined and by I far. didn't,
2: I didn't celebrate. Ru- sorry, it,
1: ruined by the thought of VAR. Not ruined, ruined by, by VAR. the ruined thought by the thought
2: of, VAR. thought of VAR. Yeah, yeah. It's not feared if it, it's, it's the thought of it. It's not VAR. It's the thought of VAR. so Fear I thought of VAR. VAR. Yeah, yeah I thought it would, be, it that'd would be,
1: good, be. That'd be a good that'd uh, be a good title for an album, wouldn't it? Fear of VAR, maybe. Fear of
2: VAR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it would be. It yeah. would be. Um, So I didn't even celebrate it, and and there was just a, a, a com- com- but complete. Yeah, just a feeling of being completely drained. And uh, and then I, I I yeah had tears in my eyes. And there's not been that many times. I remember on Sports Night with Coleman, talking about that again, in 82, I think it was, they did a thing on the centenary of Tottenham The 100 years of Tottenham Hotspur. 100 years. Arthur Rowe. Arthur Rowe. Arthur Rowe. Arthur Rowe. When
1: he sits there and he goes, they say, what does Tottenham Hotspur mean to you? And this so, top like lip it. starts going and he goes... I like them. I like. They're a good team. I like them. and and whatever, and it's just a beautiful moment. Yeah, and you hear, Glory, and I, glory, and I, glory, I, glory, I, glory, hallelujah in the background. Yeah, and we all cried.
2: And I cried. And I, we all yeah, cried. I, did we? I said was a good team, I, and I like I, them. I, I and to didn't be associated
1: know that. with them yeah. is a pleasure. I
2: yeah. kept. I kept. That's exactly right. I kept. I would. I, I videoed it. Yeah, me too. And I just keep keep watching that little thing. So I cried that night, and I thought Genus, I like Genus. I think he's a Tottenham mm. guy, you know. Mm. And I remember he was, you know, he just went. Mm. He just couldn't speak, <laughs> yeah. you know. They, they asked you know? him, and he just, oh, 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 you know, I think it was yeah. it, it was a massive goal, and I knew that was our final. Yeah. That was our final. So that's so the other. I didn't go out to Spain. Because I mean, I've gone out. Well, the final was Madrid, wasn't it? I it, think. Was, it was, uh, yeah,
1: very, very uh, hot Madrid. Yeah, and very I've been out I've been
2: the last, I've been seen us play there. I, I went out there when we got beat 4 0. Went out there with high hopes. It was like a heavy, heavy uh, division boxing weight. Ding, ding, ding. Bok. Knocked out. Red card. Crouchy. Lovely. Right. Let's just have a uh another cup of tea and we with and we were done we were out you know it was over but it was a nice stadium we had a nice time thanks very much and i knew that was our final you know the, that
1: stadium, was the, the stadium the the, uh, the wonder michael metropolitano wasn't a nice stadium or well, it was a brand new stadium miles away from anywhere the long walk from the metro the walk back yeah, just rings yeah, of security. Yeah. You couldn't get anywhere near the stadium until you showed a ticket. Although you might be meeting someone with a ticket, it was a it was a horrible, horrible day. The build up was the build up. Madrid all day was wonderful. We did a live show. I found a, a Spanish jazz club that we we hired out, and we had a live show there during the day, and all that was lovely. As soon as we left the ground, it just went downhill, and obviously yeah. the Sissoko handball, which now with the new rules would not be a handball. That was it. Game, a bit like you said in the uh, Madrid 4-0. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So i mean that, the one, ball, that 30 the seconds,
1: ball. penalty, 1-0, we've lost this.
2: Terrible, terrible decision, but I did, like many people, it's going over old ground, uh, to, to drop more up, I felt was insane. And I felt, you know, him and Son running beyond into the, into the, into the channels was was the way to have gone, but we didn't drop Kane a bit deeper, so the centre half doesn't quite know to go with him or not. And you might have got somewhere choosing Ali and Ericsson for both that game. As soon as we, we, me and Oli talked the night before the game and said that if if he puts both those teams in, we 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 won't win. You can't you can't play against this industrious group of number eights at Liverpool with those two guys. It won't work you're going to have to be brave and drop one and try something else. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. There you we know? are. Well, look, yeah. that was a... Thank you so much, Jar. That was a wonderful, wonderful look back over some iconic Tottenham moments. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on Top 10 Tottenham. And no doubt we'll see you next season, a new brand new season on the Spurs show. Uh, as we record this, who, who who the coach will be? No one knows
2: well it looks like uh, it looks like Fonseca it's I looking suppose. like Fonseca who I so it's, had, a, it's I had, a project we're back to being it's a project it's another, it's another
1: bloody tra- project
2: it's a yeah. transition period but I've said that I'm not in favour of Enik at all um and I jacked my season tickets in a few years ago with an angry letter as well pathetically um back to the club you know um and but I did predict at that time that Pochettino would be a big success and I think Fonseca will be if they hire him I think it'll work but it is a project again and we're not we are not in a position yet again to compete with the top top clubs we had that for 20 odd years and it's for me not good enough you know you know but I think think this guy will be I think he's a very good coach I think it's a smart choice actually to be fair you know but it's a project again that's the thing it's a project you know absolutely Jarl. Oh. thank and you if, so and, much and, and, do, and should people be paying thousands of pounds well, for a project club they, well, I'm not they, so sure
1: they, they've, they've got us by the short and curly sadly uh, yeah, as, we yeah, just, yeah. as we just exactly said in the last hour they've got us bad and we'll keep on going look have a great summer we'll and see you, you uh, we'll see you in the in the, in the new season uh, thank you so much for joining us
2: thank you thanks Mike the kings of white heart
1: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.